over the weekend, TRU made the move to eliminate face-to-face -face learning. And now yesterday, the province's Minister of Education, Rob Fleming, announced that all schools are immediately suspending in-class instruction until further notice. Students, every student will receive a final mark. All students who are on track to move to the next grade uh, in the fall will do so. For grades 10 and 11 students, uh, graduation assessments will be postponed. Uh, I know that parents uh, of students in grade 12 will have unique concerns. Every student eligible to graduate grade 12 this year will graduate. So what exactly does any of that mean for us here locally? Well, I'm joined on the line now by SD73 Superintendent of Schools, Allison Cito. Allison, thank you so much for taking the time here. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be here. Yeah, so yesterday's announcement, I mean, schools essentially canceled until further notice. I mean, was this surprising for you guys at SD73, or had you been almost anticipating that this was probably going to happen? Well, we were anticipating that there was the potential for things to escalate within British Columbia, and so we were um, preparing in advance for a number of different scenarios um, so that we would be ready to go uh, if and when there was such an announcement. So, I mean, I would anticipate, I guess, right now, based on what was said yesterday by um, the education minister, that this is kind of the end of the school year as we know it right now, but is there any world, I guess, where you could see things starting back up at this point or I mean probably not even looking at that at this this stage of the game well I guess there are just so many unknowns and things are changing so quickly so we are planning to uh, ensure that there's continuity of learning and that students are connected to a teacher um, and that their learning continues um, into the foreseeable future we do know that this is going to end at some point in time this is not forever um, but we all need to do our part at this point in time to flatten the curve to slow the the virus so that our our, our pharmacists our medical practitioners can actually begin to deal with the people that are really sick now we're seeing obviously with post-secondary they're moving a lot to to online i mean is that something that could have could have been you know thought of for for k-12 students or is that like just something that is really difficult to uh, to administer um you know for, for maybe those in younger grades or you know is, is that something that was even talked about Many of our teachers are already using online platforms to communicate with their students. Um, and so we know that there are tools out there that our teachers will access. Uh, for the younger students, we are putting together a plan um, to determine how we will uh, ensure that there is some continuity of learning. That is in the works now. We're waiting for our principals to return on Monday. Uh, and once they do, we'll begin to roll that plan out. Teachers will be informed and support staff. And then eventually our parents next week should hear a much more detailed plan, which will allow them to prepare for supporting their students in a, in a home environment for learning. Okay. Um, well, what does this mean specifically for, you know, for students? Essentially, from what I understand, it's everyone's pretty much going to be graduating to the next grade at this stage of the game. But the one group that, you know, I'm kind of worried about or have more questions about is those in grade 12, right, who are looking to go to university or college. Um, difficult spot to be in, I would think, uh, you know, not have those exams and things at the end of this year. Sort of what is the situation for them right now? I mean, is there anything that's kind of unique for these grade 12s compared to those in other grades? 
Well, I would say <clears throat> that we have a couple of priorities, and top of mind, of course, are our grade 12 students. Uh, they will be our primary focus. We need to ensure that they have all the credits required in order to graduate. When you're in grade 12 um, and you are a millennial, you have a lot more um, ability to manage uh, your learning online. Our teachers are very adept at that. So we will find ways to support their learning so that those students do receive final marks they do graduate if they're eligible and that they are prepared for post-secondary. I know post-secondary institutions are also looking at their requirements and will be uh, making some adjustments as well so that students needn't worry about their plans being um, scuttled as a result of this virus. Uh, we are supporting you. We will make sure that you do graduate. That was a commitment from the minister. It's certainly our commitment um, and I know our teachers will be very anxious to support them as well. So uh, that is one group that is is definitely a priority. The other priority of course are those students who come from maybe more vulnerable homes where families um, struggle to put food on the table. We're really worried about those families. We have a number of, of students who rely on us for nutrition. So we'll be also finding, um, we'll reaching out to those families, we'll be developing a plan to support them and making sure that they get the, the nutritional support that's required in order for them to, to feel safe and comfortable and ready to learn. Yeah, it's a it's a whole different uh, scenario there when talking about those those food programs and things like that. I'm talking with the uh, food bank here later in the program, so um, definitely we'll get a little more of an update on what's going on with those uh, services as well. Um, so is this? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there who are basically looking at this as a chance for um, you know an extended spring break, or it's almost uh, an indefinite spring break until their summer break. I mean, is, is that? You know, you've talked about a lot of supports that were going to be out there for students to try to, um, you know, help them still continue to do some learning and make sure they're not left behind when they do move on to the next grade in September. But, um, you know, is this almost going to be like a, an extended summer break for a lot of kids? Is that what it's going to kind of feel like at this stage? I, I don't believe so. I think when you walk out into our communities, um, you can feel the difference. Um, people are taking this very seriously. Um, I'm impressed with the level of sort of civic duty that people are expressing in their daily lives. And I think families and even our students uh, understand that this is an unusual time. It's an unprecedented time. And this isn't a, a time to be... Um, uh, I guess kicking up your heels after sort of the year the some the year's work. This is time to find an alternate way to continue your studies. And I, I my sense is that people are there's a more somber feeling out there, and that people are taking this very seriously. So I'm sure that there will be some students who uh, maybe feel that they've got a little more freedom than they once had, but uh, we're going to make sure that there is a lot of contact with their classroom teachers and that the learning does continue. So it'll be a partnership between parents, uh, the staff, and of course the student, and um, I, I don't think they should feel like they're off the hook just yet. All right. I, uh, yeah, I hope everyone <laughs> is taking this very seriously. Like That's all we can hope, yeah. I guess, at this stage. Um, a couple questions yeah. left here for you, Allison. Um, one was sure. just involving child care. Uh, you know, what happens after spring break? I mean, is there going to be some child care opportunities still available for parents when it comes to, you know, uh, the, the services available at schools? What, what is sort of the plan for child care right now? Yeah, we, we realize that this is 
um, a hardship for many families. Um, our first priority, of course, is to support those families who have health professionals as parents, uh, who are emergency responders, first responders, and or pharmacists, those who are supporting us during this very challenging time. So we will be looking at options for those who require uh, care or some level of service for their students during the day while they're at work. So that is top of mind as well. Um, and my staff are working on a plan to address that um, today and into tomorrow. All right. And last question here for you. What does this mean for, for teachers right now? I'm sure there are some teachers out there who might be worried that, um, you know, with school not really going ahead as normal, they might not get paid. Sort of what, what is the plan for dealing with teachers right now? Or is it, you know, um, different for contract teachers versus part-time teachers? Or, you know, is there has that been a, a long discussion about what's going to happen with them yet? Uh, yes, of course. We... We are public servants. We serve our public, our teachers and our support staff and all the staff in SD73 um, are required to be at work and to, to contribute uh, to the success of our students and to this national effort. And so, uh, yes, our staff will be at work. They will be paid. Things will look very different. Um, and we will be, we're working on that now. And again, once our principals are back uh, on Monday, um, we will begin to roll out a plan. Uh, teachers and principals and all our support staff have been informed that they need to be checking their uh, emails regularly for communication from the district. We've begun those regular updates so that they know how to report to work, where to report to work, and what the expectations are. So we'll be rolling that out in the next um, little while here with our staff, and we should have a full plan to communicate to our public um, shortly. Perfect. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much ahead for questions. I think it's important to note that it's an ever-changing situation, right? And whatever we say today can, can might not even be relevant tomorrow. It's always a possibility. But uh, anything else that you want to add while I have you on the phone here, Allison? No, but I, you're right. The situation is fluid, and so that's why it's important for parents and and staff to continue to check for regular updates on our webpage, in their email, and on social media. We'll be communicating daily with folks, so um, please do visit our website and learn more about what this means for you and your family. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Allison. Really appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, some interesting times we live in, so hopefully we can, uh, we can navigate through them okay. We will get back to normal, though, so we mustn't forget that. Awesome. Thank you very much. That was the superintendent of schools for SD73, Allison Cito.